right, here we go again. What's up, everybody? Uh, it's been a little bit of uh, time since I've had a podcast up on here. I uh, thought I'd get my stuff together and throw this little uh, episode on here. We're calling this Late Night Monster Talk, and this is episode two. Uh, it's been a while since I did one of these. I think the last time I did one was uh, the start of the year. I talked to... Uh, I had a few people talk to me on Zoom, and uh, they talked to me about their whole year that they had last year, and uh, yeah, so I thought I'd try this again. Uh, this episode, uh, I'm going to talk about my the employment that I have and what I'm going through with that, and then I'll talk about uh, George Carlin a little bit, because it kind of goes into that. Uh, we're going to talk about some summertime activities coming up, uh, this year and what I'd like to try to do for that. Uh, back in April, I had my 45th birthday and I'll talk briefly about that. Uh, didn't really do anything, but, uh, yeah, I'll just go into, uh, I guess what it feels like to be 45 now and, uh, just, uh, doing what I'm doing. Uh, after that, we'll talk about some Netflix shows that are, uh, up and some that are just getting over with. And, uh, we'll talk about some of them. Maybe you can hit me back and tell me what I should try to watch. Uh, I still have some shows I got to watch, uh, the Breaking Bad. <laughs> I've been trying to, uh, watch that from the beginning for like, uh, ever and then, there's just so, so many shows, so many uh, movies, so many, you know, so much everything going on in the world that, uh, you know, you can't even, you don't even have time to go back if you don't catch it while it's out and you forget about it. It's like, forget about it then because <laughs> there's just so much stuff to, uh, yeah, take over the old stuff that you almost forget that like, oh, yeah, I was going to watch that, but I never got a chance to. But, yeah, that's one of my shows I got to check out. I heard that was pretty good. So, And uh, there's some shows on HBO, some shows on Disney Plus uh, coming out, uh, some actual movies at m the movie theaters uh, that I'd like to go check out. Uh, and then uh, about, I don't know, three weeks ago on a Wednesday, uh the lead singer, vocalist of the Black Dahlia murder, Trevor Sternad, uh, decided to uh, take his life. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get the uh, the information about how he did it. I don't know. Some people want to know about that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, just to know that he's gone and passed uh, really hit me hard, and uh, it's still kind of, hanging with me uh the black dahlia murder was like a band that we uh we had followed and uh made a uh death metal band and of course he was a huge their whole band was a huge influence for me uh when it came to vocals and uh doing the um uh, the music, the vocals, and uh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, mental health and what it's like to uh, deal with that. I think I have some issues with that. <coughs> <coughs> uh, 
Oh, sorry. Getting over a, a cold right now that I've had for about three weeks. Uh, it's not COVID. I went and got that checked. Uh, they just had to put me on some antibiotics and some uh, cough medicine. Uh, the cough medicine really isn't working. I might have to try something else. But, uh, yeah, I went and got the, that done and then tried to pick up my prescription and then they're like, you need a prescription card. And I said, I never needed one before. And then I got the information they needed anyway. So, yeah, that's all good now, I guess. But, yeah, that cough medicine, it tastes like crap. <laughs> I don't know. It's a really weird taste that I haven't uh, had in a cough medicine before. I'm going to have to try some new stuff because, yeah, I've been pretty much awake for the past uh two or three days just coughing coughing and coughing and coughing and spitting out whatever comes up yeah that's kind of gross um yeah but uh if this cough medicine doesn't work that i have now anymore then i'm just gonna go and get some new stuff yeah uh and then we can talk a little bit about the state of the country right now i feel like it's it's gone all hell recently um, really no, uh, good news that I see coming out with anything. I mean, from the shootings going on and the gas prices going on and, uh, I don't know, are, are we, are, is, is there still a war between Russia and Ukraine going on? I don't even know. I, I can't even watch the news. Uh, if it doesn't come up on, uh, Facebook or Twitter or, uh, the browsers, uh, when I'm on the computer, then I guess I just, uh, I don't know about it. I get to miss out on it. And it's, it's been comforting, uh, not to see all that kind of stuff, but, uh, yeah, I guess, um, to not know about all the crap is better to know about everything, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And then I'm sponsoring a, uh, hardcore festival that's going on in july it's out out in milwaukee out at a skate park uh four seasons skate park out in milwaukee um i got to meet uh some of the bands who pulled uh, or put together the first one and it was in illinois i can't remember the town that it was held in but it was it was kind of cool. This guy basically had it at his house, and he had the bands all set up, play out of his garage, and then he cooked. He put some, you know, chicken and whatever else out on the grill, and then you know, sold it to uh, the people that were there, and people brought drinks, and I think it rained uh, a little bit that day, and they had uh, tents set up so you could stand underneath them and stuff, but. Yeah, that was called The Real Fest. And, uh, yeah, they got some new bands. Uh, the bands I met were Barossa and Hostages. Um, I tried to do a podcast interview with Barossa at that time. Uh, it didn't really work out. Uh, they had some stuff that didn't want to get out, which I understood uh, why. And... Uh, we never really got to uh, get together to do a new one. So uh, I'll have to hit them guys up again maybe before this uh, this festival show. But, 
yeah, I'm going to try to get out to it, and uh, I'll have some uh, stickers, and I'll, I'll have to make up some stuff uh, to hand out to everyone so I can get them listening to the podcast and see what they think. And, uh, yeah, some more bands uh, will be out there. I will be interviewing at least probably about three, four, maybe five before the festival actually goes off. So I'll have them all up on the podcast here soon. But, yeah, we could uh, get right into it then with the Late Night Monster Talk, Episode 2. Okay, Uh, we'll start with the employment. Uh, You know, I've been at this job for about 11, 11 years doing forklifting at a warehouse. And it's monotonous, it's boring. Uh, you know, the pay, I don't know. It's like basically where the batteries to run their machines off of, you know, just like the matrix. It's, it's total that it's one of them kind of jobs. And, you know, it's like, I'm 45. Do I want to start somewhere new? Uh, you know, I, I don't want to even do warehousing. It's, it's a, dead end job you, you you know you can only get so far doing that kind of job but it's one that I chose at the time because I was going through unemployment uh about 11 years ago 11 12 years ago and they were like yeah you're coming up on uh your last month for your uh unemployment uh checks so uh I was like oh I guess I gotta find something real quick so I found something It was at a different warehouse that was total crap out at uh, Petco, I think it was. Yeah, out by uh, Julia Junior College, and they had me working first shift, which I've never worked before. So to do that was, was total crap. And I got paid. <laughs> I got paid unemployment more than I got at this job, so I was actually losing money going there. So I was there for about a month and then uh, got the uh, word of this other warehouse that I'm working at now, DHL, which is off of Laraway, right near the uh, the NASCAR racetrack. So it's, you know, it's, a, it's like 15, 20-minute drive for me. You know, the drive ain't bad. Um, yeah, I've, I'm one of the people that started working there from the very beginning, so I kind of have that kind of seniority, and the manager's cool with me about taking time off and days off and stuff if I need to, which that's a little perk, I guess, to have, you know, the the manager, the supervisor kind of on your side and be like, oh, yeah, go ahead, Jamie, whatever. So I don't know. I don't know how to balance that kind of stuff, you know, uh, to start over, I know I don't want to do warehousing. I I, I don't know what I want to do is, is the problem. It's like I wish I could go back to my 20s and have, have, the, um, have the view of what's going on right now and to know about it back then so I could make a... Uh, educated decision about what I want to do for the rest of my life rather than doing something just to get by. So that's where I am with that. I don't know. Uh, 
So yeah, I've been watch uh, watch this George Carlin special that he has up on HBO, um, American Dream, I think it's called. Yeah, George Carlin's American Dream, and he even talks about it in some of his stand up. Which, uh, yeah, I'm really into his uh, stand up and stuff. Watching his specials and listen to him speak and stuff. Uh, towards the end of his life, he got real dark. Uh, some people said. And uh, he was just like, I'm, I'm kind of just done with this world. Anything right now is like, I'm just watching people and it's all for my entertainment, you know? And he said, you know, if everything just up and, you know, up and ended tomorrow that he would be okay with that, that he kind of even welcomes that and whatever. But uh, so he got a little dark towards the end, but he was like, you know, warehouse workers and jobs like that it's like you know they just want to keep you well enough and educated enough and you know just just to do the work for them because we're the worker the worker ants the worker bees basically for for their money they they get to collect the big pay you know for their uh their uh I don't know what the word is, <laughs> uh, to get all the customers. Yeah. To get their customers and to make all these, um, deals with them. You know, it doesn't include, uh, you know, what goes into, uh, the workers. I, I don't think it's just, you know, what the, what the company's going to make, not what the workers are going to get from that. You know, all these companies, you know, I feel like it's, it's, it's just so asinine to me, you know, every year they show their profits and it's billions and billions and billions. And then the next year it's billions more than last year and billions more than last year. And it's like, you know, I understand that a company's got to do, you know, please all their, not, not pleasing their workers. I think the workers are the last person the last people to kind of think about, you know, as long as they're not causing any accidents at the warehouse or, or the place that is keeping them employed at, um, yeah, then they don't have to worry about them. They, you know, have these little fricky ass, uh, pizza parties every now and then to keep them happy or, you know, they send out for lunch or something, but it's, uh, yeah. I don't feel respected or anything out there. But you got to do what you got to do, I guess, sometimes. But, yeah, um, you can check out George Carlin's special, though. It's up on uh, HBO Plus, HBO Max, HBO something. Uh, Judd Apatow had taken some videos and his specials and interviews um, they interview his second wife, they interview his daughter, and they interview his brother, as well as like some other people, uh, com comedians that have worked with him and such. And um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a, a two-part series, and I think they're like an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes each or something. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It goes over his whole life, what he had to do. I mean, when he started out, uh, 
it was, you know, back in the, I don't know, 60s? <laughs> 60s, and then the 70s uh, came in through, and, you know, he, just to make money, he, you know, bit his lip and just started doing all the stuff that other comedians did at that time. I think he was on some... Uh, um, not reality shows, uh, variety shows at that time, you know, kind of like the Sonny and Cher type crap. <laughs> so he would do that kind of stuff, and it was, you know, a paycheck, a decent paycheck for being on TV and doing shows like that. But I think there came a time in the 80s where he's like, enough is enough. This isn't who I am. I have tons of stuff that is going on in my head that I want to say, and I'd like to get it out. So he started growing his hair and had a beard and started, uh, yeah, started going with uh, the realness rather than the scripted stuff that they wanted him to do. But, yeah, it shows all that and shows, you know, what he went through. He had a little uh, cocaine issues, and his first wife... Um, uh, she had some issues with alcohol and stuff. Uh, when they first got together, she was part of George's life. But as he uh, started to do certain kind of comedy and stuff, he didn't really need her to do much. So she would uh, stay home and watch the kid. And, you know, you can only stay home before uh, you get bored and... She wasn't doing anything at that time, so she would uh, pick up the bottle and start drinking, and then she, it got really bad, and, you know, they had to get her help, and then they, you know, towards the end again, she, you know, she got clean and stuff, so th that was good, but then uh, she passed, and then, you know, George just kind of fell apart, I think. Well, you know what? You, you could just watch the special, and you'll see it. It's really good, though, so check that out. George Carlin, Life is Worth Living. Yeah. Oh, no, American Dream. American Dream is what it's called, HBO special. Yeah, uh, next topic uh, we have is uh, summer activities. I know it's been raining a lot here on the weekends. Uh, I think it, I don't know if it rained today, but... Seems like every uh, day that I get off, it wants to rain. I don't know why that is. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to get out and get on a a bike. i got to try to find a bike and find uh, what, what fits me so I can pick that up and uh, go riding around and do that for a while. I also want to – I got a, a new skate – well, it's a old skateboard design but it's a new one that came out. So it's a, a new version of the old style. So, and that's what I used to ride is the old style. So I want to try to see if I still, still can maybe ride around and stuff and, you know, get some, uh, get some sweat going and, uh, try to work some stuff off here, you know, with the, yeah, been inside too much and just feeling depressed and stuff. Uh, well, I'll get into that later. But uh, yeah, some uh, some biking, some skateboarding. Uh, there's a few spots I wanted to travel to. Uh, 
Iowa has like a huge ass uh, skate park area. Um, I thought I'd go and check that out. Uh, that's also kind of where like Mike Vallely, uh lives at. Uh, I don't know if any of you know who he is. He used to ride for Paul Peralta, and then he rode for uh, uh, World Industries, I think. And then he kind of rode for Element for a little while. And uh, he just kind of does his own label now, Street Plant. Uh, he's just a, a guy that I um, kind of follow, and um, uh, he's got some bands he uh, is playing as the uh, lead vocalist for the Black Flag, whatever's left of Black Flag right now. He kind of took the reins over for uh, Henry Rollins at, with that. So, yeah, cool dude. Skateboards, bikes. Um, I think they, uh, they do the, I don't know if he gets into, like, the beer stuff out there, the breweries, all these breweries popping up everywhere and stuff. Uh, I'm not really a beer drinker at all, so... I don't get into that, but uh, it seems like the seems like there's a cool crowd of people that go and do that kind of stuff. You know, the the motorcyclists and the you know to some cool people, the rebels. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Iowa and uh, Minnesota. I've never been out to Minnesota. I'd like to maybe check that out sometime. Um, think I might be going out to Wisconsin, uh, again, uh, I did a, uh, a trip out there, I don't know if it was last, yeah, I think it was last year, and it was a pretty fun time, we went fishing and stuff, so, we're gonna try to do that again, I think, just for a couple days, over a weekend and stuff, so, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, other than that, uh, I had my 45th birthday back in April. Yeah, I'm 45. I um, feel like I'm 10 to 15 years older than most of the people I hang out with. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of crazy just to, uh, yeah, it's like the, I wouldn't say it's a midlife uh, kind of thing, but it, it, you know, once you hit your 40s, man it it just gets different you know it, it opens your eyes and makes you realize what's worth living in life and makes you check yourself i guess and uh what really means much to you you know yeah i don't want to dwell on that too much but uh yeah it does uh it changes things so everybody get ready to hit them 40s and you know be like, oh, wow, yeah, now I get what he means. But, yeah, I didn't do too much for my birthday. I had plans, and then, of course, it rained. I believe that that whole weekend, I think it rained, or we were supposed to get, like, real bad rain or tornadoes, and none of it happened or some, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so nothing happened. I was just going to, I don't know, even what I had planned. I was supposed to go out to dinner and then uh, something after that. Oh, well, it's just a birthday. <laughs> There's one every year, so 
fuck it. It doesn't even need need to be your birthday to go out and do anything. Just, you know, get some people together and make it happen. But, yeah. Um, let's see. What's next after this? Netflix shows. Uh, I've caught some. I have to finish up uh, the Ozarks. Um, I think I'm on season three. I'm just starting season three on that. So I have three and four to watch. Uh, I kind of already know just from watching other podcast or listening to other podcasts and have them spill the beans on how it ended. So I kind of already know how it's going to end, which kind of sucks, but oh well. Uh, Stranger Things, I think, just started today of their season four. So I'll probably uh, watch a few of them tonight. Um, what else do they have on there? They have an interesting show called Our Father. So this girl is living her life, and she, I don't know what makes her come to the conclusion that she's maybe not who she thinks she is and does like maybe a, a DNA test or something like that. Uh, come to find out that she was... Um, she was a child born by a sperm donor and um yeah it kind of comes to find out and this is just from the the trailer that i watched on it so it's it's uh you know it's out there so it's not a big spoiler or anything so the guy who is the doctor who was doing the uh doing the the sperm uh what would you call that to uh, insert the, the the sperm into the the women uh trying to get the you know their uh donors come to find out he was the only donor and he was making the donor samples himself and you got all these women in the nearby area with all blonde hair blue eyes and come to find out they're all basically sisters because the the sperm donor was the actual doctor that was doing it. So, yeah, it's really crazy. <laughs> That's a really crazy story. Oh, wow, yeah. They also have some other movies up on Netflix to check out. Uh, the Gentleman, uh, if you like that movie Snatch with uh, Brad Pitt, and uh, I don't know who else was in it. I mean, he's like a bare-knuckle boxer type person. I believe the same person who directed that movie did this one, The Gentleman. And it has Matthew McConaughey and um, some other uh, famous uh, people. Uh, the guy who was Jackson's uh, Sons of Anarchy, he's in there as well. And, uh, yeah, some other famous people are up in there. But it's the same type of story as uh, Snatch was. So if you like Snatch, <laughs> which who doesn't? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, check that out, The Gentleman. And then also The Last Kingdom. If you kind of like Viking stories and stuff like that, you should check this uh, show out, The Last Kingdom. Uh, it's it's kind of the same kind of thing. Um, I think it's four or five seasons now and i think it just ended so uh yeah i caught all of it it's it's worth watching if you like them kind of viking movies 
um, the Viking uh, Game of Thrones kind of stuff. Um, they had another one, uh, the Adam Project. That came out a little while ago. That's with Ryan Reynolds. He kind of comes back from uh, time, uh, and then he runs into himself as a little kid, and he has to kind of use the little kid to do certain stuff that he can't do anymore. And then he runs into his dad, which in his time, his dad, I don't know if he killed him. He died somehow, but he's able to see him again. And then he has, you know, issues with him that he still needs to uh, address and stuff. So, uh yeah, check that out. Um, that's another good one, The Adam Project, and that's on all Netflix. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, HBO has some shows I checked out. Uh, they have a, um, it's a comic book, uh, um, DC uh, in, um, type of show, The Doom Patrol. Um it's kind of like a group of five or six people that are put together as a team. And then they find out why they were put together. And the guy who kind of put them together kind of had alternative motives uh, for getting them all together. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, some parts it gets slow and stuff, but then it picks up. And, yeah, it's it's. If you like that kind of uh, comic book type shows, you know, Flash and uh, Green Arrow and, you know, shows like that, um, you'll you'll dig this one. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I uh, mentioned before the George Carlin's American Dream. Uh, that's also up on HBO Max. Uh, they have one about the uh, the Lakers dynasty back in the... Late seventies, early eighties, when Magic Johnson uh, got uh, became the the draft pick for the Lakers. So, like when they first started, it's called uh, the show's called Winning Time: The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. It shows the it kind of shows what the their interpretation of what it was like when the Lakers dynasty kind of started back in the early eighties. Um, but they keep showing, you know, that it's not based on the truth of, of the matter. Uh, it's kind of open, you know, for entertainment purposes. They just kind of take, take the story and make the, the most interesting version of it basically. And there was a lot of, uh, people that were portrayed in the, the show that kind of got pissed off about how they were portrayed. Um, but you know, they always go back to and show that the, the, it's not a warning label, but it's like a label that comes up and, and says, you know, this isn't based on a hundred percent truth. Just, you know, it's based on their version of what they thought it, it happened and stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty funny, though. It's an entertaining flick to check out for sure. Uh, has um, John C. Riley up in there. Uh, he's kind of the uh, he's kind of the owner of the Lakers, and he puts together the team and, you know, starts doing it up in his, his way. 
shows how uh, how he got the Lakers girls to uh, become the Laker girls, and you know just everything. Uh, they have a few uh, people that are supposed to be playing um, the people, the celebrities and stuff around that era and that time. Uh, I think they have uh, what's his name, the guy who played. Um, Oh shoot, I can't remember his name now. But he uh this guy plays Richard Pryor and I think they have someone who is uh Bill Cosby. I don't think they really show him, but uh Richard Pryor is played by Ah, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Michael Epps. That's who it is, Mike Epps. And uh yeah, he's on there briefly, but uh he kind of does a a good version of that of that i could see him maybe doing a documentary film and and them using him for sure they kind of been through some of the same kind of stuff and such yeah so that's uh kind of it with hbo max uh for now uh disney plus um they got the obi-wan obi-wan kenobi uh show starting uh, that should be interesting. Um, yeah, uh, they kind of show a, a trailer already about that, so it looks pretty interesting. I'll check that out. That's Ewan McGregor uh, doing that again, and he's he's been a good Obi-Wan in that whole series of movies. So, yeah, um, they had Moon Knight. Um, that happened a little bit ago. Gotta say, I didn't really get into that too much. It was, uh, you kind of had to figure out what was going on with the multi, multi-personalities and who each other was talking about when they were, when they were addressing the per, the certain person and such. And, you know, what the, what the good guy versus the bad guy, what, what that even was and what they were trying to go after and i don't know it, it just uh it they expected you maybe to know about it a little bit more going into it you didn't really get a good backstory that they do in all the other marvel kind of movies and shows they didn't really they gave you just enough to get by real quick so they could get to the story so they didn't give you enough background of, of what you were watching. <laughs> yeah. As far as, uh, yeah, movies, regular movies, uh, Doctor Strange came out. I uh, heard m- mixed reviews about that. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Um, I don't know because I haven't seen it, but I think I could. it could be probably one of the movies that you just wait to come out on Disney+, Plus. I guess, probably. Uh, I think this weekend Top Gun uh, Maverick came out. Uh, I guess if you enjoyed the first uh, 80s version that came out, that this would just, you know, make you want to watch that, I guess. Kind of like the uh, Cobra Kai, if you were into uh, the Karate Kid, kind of pulling at your uh, your kid. <laughs> what, what, what does they call that? Uh I can't remember <laughs> the um yeah, 
if you if you grew up watching 80s movies it kind of tugs at you to to watch this i guess uh they have a bob's burgers movie coming out <laughs> that could be funny uh i don't know why it would be a whole movie but maybe they get away with doing some stuff that they can't on the tv show i don't know uh it could be funny though i enjoy watching that show i still watch it um they have jurassic world coming out as well um yeah it's i don't know it kind of seems like the more they make of these type of movies they run i don't know if there's i i, I thought maybe the first i don't know how many were maybe based on a book um uh, i guess at least the first one of course and i don't know if the other ones were ever based on a book or whatever but it seems like they kind of ran out of ideas now this this one like kind of shows them with the dinosaurs if they came to uh if they came to the US or whatever i don't i don't know it's it's kind of i'll have to watch it uh probably i'll probably go see it or wait for it to come out on apple plus or something i'm sure it'll come out on there or wherever but yeah, Jurassic World. That could be something. Yeah, so what else happened? Uh, yeah, I kind of talked about it a little bit before. Um, about three weeks ago, got the news of Trevor Sternad, you know, taking his life. They didn't go into uh, too much of what he did or how it happened and stuff, but... Uh, yeah, uh, decided to take his life, and yeah, that kind of hit hard. It was like, I, I found out about it like 10, 20 minutes before I started my shift at work, and then, uh, so it kind of rattled around in my head, and then the more I thought about it, the more pissed off I got, and sad. I just busted out in serious tears, and I was like hiding you know from people at work because i didn't want them to see me like that and uh and then you know i try to get my shit together as much as i could and then i went up to my supervisor and i was like yeah i just got some shitty news and i need to go home so he's like yeah do what you got to do man so i was out of there um yeah just came home and just kind of Got on the internet and everybody, you know, who was in the metal scene from uh, from all the bands that played with him and all the members of his band and uh, just people who got into their music and went and seen him play. And, you know, they all poured out their, uh, you know, their... There are stories about him and, you know, all the good times they had with him and stuff. And there was a certain podcast that he did. And now watching it, it's like, man, he was just like asking for help. I mean, you can't really ask for help with that kind of stuff because it's like, you know, what could a person say or do to help you if you got mental stuff going on inside you know i had that kind of stuff so i know how it feels and it's 
nothing that a person could do or say that's gonna stop them voices you know from from going on in your brain or thoughts that you have going on in your head about certain things and I don't know I kind of reached out and looked at um you know they have these this um bunch of podcasts that promote the better help and they're like yeah if you need someone to talk to or you know try to have some kind of help from someone um you know reach out and check this place out or whatever website and uh because it came out when covid kind of hit um and it was supposed to you know help everyone you know dealing with now staying home from work and you know having i don't know having other kind of issues mental issues still um yeah better help but i looked that up and it was like they want to charge i don't know if they would have did something knowing that i had insurance as well but uh so i guess i was getting the not having insurance price uh, which was about 60 to 65 dollars each time they talk to you and uh, and that would have equaled that would have equaled just one one session i guess i don't know how long the sessions are so that's one day a week and we're talking, you know, $240, $250 a month just to have one conversation for one week with a person. I don't know how much help that could be, you know, just to talk to someone one day a week. I I don't, like I said, I don't know how much that, that could help. I mean... Maybe they try to uh, get you to do some stuff um, and work on some mental kind of stuff that helps you throughout the week or something like that. But I just can't see. And again, this is just me. But, you know, if I was in serious kind of pain and they're telling me, you know, one day a week it should help you out, I, I don't know how much you could get help wise one day a week yeah but i don't know uh my company offers some kind of um some kind of therapy uh stuff uh through our insurance so i'm gonna try to go through that and uh talk to someone again i i don't know how much talking to somebody one day a week would do but uh I guess maybe to try it out and see and uh, give that a try. It'll be better than nothing because, yeah, the just sitting around. Even when I'm at my job, you know, because my job is so mundane and boring and monotonous that I could basically do it and just, you know, have, you know, it's when, once your brain starts thinking about fucking things and, you know, you don't necessarily hear voices, but you have conversations and stuff in your head, and it just gets too much. And, you know, 
I don't know what you could do to silence silence that type of shit, but you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess from that we could talk about the the state of the country. It kind of feels the same, you know, to talk about those kind of things. It's uh yeah, the school shootings that continue to go on. It's gonna be uh it's just gonna have to come down to gun control, I believe. You know, they give you a uh, a cell phone where you you know you it either recognizes you from facial recognition to fingerprint recognition to uh, a code, you know, a four digit pin or something to be able to work work your phone. Um, they may have to you know include that some some kind of technology on the on the guns maybe. You know, so if you have one, your 14, 15, 16-year-old kid, uh, son or daughter, it, uh, usually seems to be the boys, uh, they can't go into your garage, they can't go into your, you know, wherever you keep your gun at, in your truck, in your car, in your glove compartment, in your closet, under your bed, you know, wherever you keep it. Uh, would have to have some kind of lock on it, but uh, I don't even know the specifics because I don't watch or listen to the news. Don't know the the specifics how this kid got this gun and and why. More or less, why would you why would you go into a grade school, take out fourth graders? You know that's just sick, man. That 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 kid needed help. I don't know. I don't know if that's gun, you know, gun control for someone who's has mental issues is never a fucking good thing. It never ends well, and you know it seems like a bunch of a bunch of the kids who do shit up, shoot up these uh, schools have had mental issues. But, you know, they're not willing to let anybody know what's going on because they've had issues that maybe they feel they have to keep it to themselves, uh, try to control it themselves, you know, to to reach out is the hardest part, probably, I think, about this whole mental issue kind of thing. You know, you have to have, I don't know, you have to have trust i guess is is what you need so much in someone to be like you know i trust that i could say something to you and this is what i'm thinking and then how do i get help because i'm fucked up in the head and i you know don't want to do something that i'm going to regret so yeah i don't know i don't know where the, where they're going to go with that but it'll be either Stricter gun control. I don't know. I don't know. As I'm saying it, I don't know how he got the gun or where he got it from and was able to do what he did. So if he grabbed it from his dad, you know, then, then, you know, that's, that's the dad's fault for not having a lock on it, for not having it locked up and stuff. If he got it from a, a store and was able to get it just that way, then they gotta 
have some kind of better back, you know. I don't know how old this kid was, 14, 15, 16 maybe. I don't know how old you have to be to purchase a gun. And I don't know what kind of place just sells guns to 14, 15, 16-year-old minors. So, yeah, that's something I guess for, I don't know, uh, a big group. I don't know. I don't know if they even want to uh, take care of this issue, but it, it seems like the more it happens, the the more people are getting pissed off about it. And, you know, it can happen anywhere, you know, just go into a, a grocery store or a restaurant or just driving on the highway. You know, I've heard about people getting shot uh, that way before or people, they have videos where they're, have a car that pulls out in front of someone and slams their brakes on and then tries to just, uh, you know, tr uh, tries to rob the, the people behind them because they have nowhere to go, I guess. You, you know, you're kind of blocked off in the road. Uh, there's some cars, though, that uh, just keep going and they, like, smash their do doors off of the people's car who tried to stop in front of them. But, you know, it's getting crazy. <laughs> Makes you just want to stay home and not deal with anything. And then the second issue, the gas prices, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, again, I don't watch the news, so I don't know if uh, President Biden's doing anything about our reserves and, you know, using that. I think we've had to do that with uh, President uh, Obama before. Um not sure if we had to do that with uh, George W. Um, but, yeah, the reserves, I think it's kind of there just for that reason. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I've heard uh, different kind of stories that were uh, told to us about why it's happening. You know, they tried to say that uh, they stopped certain kind of um, – oil drilling for oil or so, something like that when the pandemic was going on and nobody was driving as much so they stopped production of the oil for that reason because they had too much and people weren't using it and now that everybody's back on on the roads they didn't uh they didn't you know get production back into the full swing of things as they should have, and um, yeah, so now they don't have, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to take. Uh, there's even something that says, you know, the people that worked at the production, uh, the oil production companies, uh, no longer wanted to work there, and they're having issues of finding employees to, uh, I guess, you know, if you worked at a place that was really slow, that slowed down because a pandemic happened and they didn't need your product anymore. And then you get used to not doing so much work because they don't need it. And then from it going to, okay, full production back on, uh, we need to have everybody doing overtime hours and blah, blah, blah to get us back to where we were. 
And I think a lot of them people are like, you know what? <laughs> this isn't for me anymore. I'm I'm done with this oil stuff. So, I don't know. I think a lot of companies haven't made employees a priority. And, you know, nowadays it's going to get harder for people to go with a company and say, you know, I'm going to give you my, my 40, 50 years of my life to uh, your company when the pay isn't the greatest that it should be. Uh, the the benefits maybe could be better. Uh, the hours, you know, uh, I don't know. Kind of going on a rant with that because that's just how I feel about it. Uh, I don't know. Gas prices, school shootings, uh, war still going on with Russia and Ukraine. I don't know. Who knows how long that'll go on? I don't know what else is going on in the news. I don't watch it or hear it. Uh, yeah, you can let me know, I guess. Uh, you can always send an email or find me on the uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm also on uh, Instagram. So you can throw a message on any of that. Uh, I will be getting some... Um, I'm just, yeah, doing it myself making some magnets kind of, uh, you know, for Trevor Sternad, I kind of made these little magnets that has his photo on it and just like a, uh, a rest in peace kind of, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, but, uh, yeah, I made uh, a small run of them and stuff. Uh, I'll give them out to, uh, some people maybe who want it and stuff. So, Hit me up uh, about that if you see me out at a show or something or, you know, if anything's going on, you know, it, it seems like this uh, summer is uh, the time of the year, you know, for us to get out and, you know, it only lasts for so long before it gets, uh, you know, 90 degrees and 100 degrees and people want to be in the air conditioning for that. And then when that happens, then it just turns into... Uh, October before you know it and then you're staying in because it's too cold to go outside I guess I don't I don't know so right now it's kind of the sweet time you know for outdoor shows or barbecues or just going out and get something to eat or having drinks you know I'm always down for that you can hit me up for that uh I know I do like the podcasting on the weekends but uh the interviews are only like an hour long and I can do that the big beginning of the day so yeah i can have the rest of my weekend off uh, i think i'm only gonna be doing these uh episodes um not the uh late night monster talk episodes but the actual uh hanging with hanging with monster podcast episodes uh, i'll be doing them you know once every two weeks it'll just be easier for me to to do the editing and stuff because right now it's it was getting too much to have to do that, and it felt like, you know, it felt like a second job that I was doing. But I don't, I don't get paid, you know, to do this stuff at all. So, yeah, I gotta hit up some uh, sponsors and stuff. But uh, let me know if you have any kind of small company. If you want to do anything with the show, uh, bands, I hit up all the time too. You know, if you wanna. 
if you've got a show coming up and you want uh, my listeners to hear about it, uh, I think the people that uh, do listen to this uh, go to hardcore shows, metal shows, rock shows, you know, heavy metal shows. So, um, yeah, hit me up about that. I can make even a, a small commercial uh, about it to put, like, in a, the middle of an episode of somebody else and stuff. So I'll kind of leave that spot open for that. Uh, yeah, you can hit me up about upcoming music that you did, and we could hook up a uh, interview to kind of talk about that to get that stuff out, you know, the... The more the merrier with the podcasting, you know, I, I really would love to hear some feedback and hear, uh, you know, what you guys think about it, what I should do more, what I should do less. Uh, have I thought about trying this out? You know, have I thought about this or that? You know, whatever, you know, if you like it, if you don't like it, if you don't like it, why, why not? And if you do... Tell me what you like, I guess. Um, I did have some people uh, get some T-shirts, and them went out pretty good. So, um, yeah, didn't really show too much interest for uh, doing another run. There was maybe one or two other people that maybe wanted one. Uh, so uh, I don't know if I'm going to do another run. Uh, I can, I'm willing. It's just, uh, whatever you guys want, whatever you guys would like to see. If you'd like another design, maybe, or a different color, maybe, or, you know, whatever, let me know. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, I'm sponsoring, yeah, this, uh, the Real Fest 2. Um, it's Saturday, July 30th, and it starts at one o'clock. Uh, it's out at the Four Seasons Skate Park. Um, so, yeah, maybe uh, maybe you'll see me riding around on the, on the skate park uh, getting, my, getting my old uh, Mike Vallely board all ready and uh, trying some uh, kick flips and some, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to, <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing lip slides and stuff. I don't know. Old man tricks, 80s, 80s style. Um, yeah, it's in Milwaukee. Um, it'll just be me going up there myself. So I'll have room for a, a few people if you wanted to go with me. Uh, it's 20 bucks and it's all ages to go up there. Uh, I'll try to hit up some more Wisconsin people that are probably already in the Milwaukee area and let them know about it. But, uh, yeah. And so I think that's all that's going to uh, go on for this episode. Uh, late Night Monster Talk is what we're calling this. Um, it's just me. I'm not uh, editing editing this out too much. Uh, I still got kind of a cold going on, so that's kind of why I sound you know, the way I do. Trying to get it all dried up. It's heavy sinus issues. Uh, I get it every year. This this time it kind of seemed to be the worst. So I had to get like actual antibiotics. Normally it's just uh, Mucinex and uh, yeah, Mucinex and uh, what do they call that? The 
the Yeti Yeti pot or whatever. I tried to do that and it wasn't even work working how it was supposed to. So I was all clogged up. So it wasn't even letting it drain out or anything. So that kind of fucked me up. Uh, yeah, some Mucinex and Flonase, I guess, uh, is what I normally do. But I had to get the antibiotics and uh, get tested for COVID. Uh, it wasn't any of that. So I'm fine with that. But yeah. Okay, thanks for listening, and again, you know, uh, hit me up with uh, any kind of messages you have for me. Uh, If you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, you can go on there and rate and review on there, and if you just go uh, to anywhere else, uh, I don't know if Spotify lets you rate and review anywhere, but yeah, I do appreciate you guys listening. like I said, it, I haven't had an episode up for a while. I got sick and thought I'd try this to get this out. So uh, I do have another episode coming out this Monday where it's an actual Hanging with Monster podcast ep- episode that I talked to a uh, guitar player from the band Maliche. So, uh, yeah, check that out. That was a good talk I had with him. Uh He's in one of the bands that are on that uh, real fest that I'm sponsoring. Uh, I think I'm going to have about maybe three to four more bands before that festival starts to uh, interview. So you can, uh, yeah, so you could give a listen to uh, their music and see what they're about before you go out to the festival and stuff, so... Yeah, it's always cool to meet new people as well. So that's that's been the best thing about doing this kind of stuff is meeting new people and uh, hearing their stories and let them know, you know, what I could do for them and, you know, help them out and vice versa. So, yeah. Um, yeah, go out and check some bands out. It's uh, getting warmer. There might be some outdoor shows. That would be kind of cool. Uh, unless it rains, then that would suck. <laughs> um, yeah, go out. And I'm down for some uh, barbecuing. If anyone's having some kind of parties and stuff, you know, hit, uh, not even a party. If you just want to have a cookout and shit, I, you know, I'm down for meeting up and throwing some drinks at you or, you know, whatever uh, you would need, you know, some side dishes or, you know, even the food itself. If, if you want to cook it up and stuff. So, yeah. So, that's going to be it for these late night monster talk. Um, I don't really have uh, a catchphrase for this one. <laughs> There's no cranking the jams. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and I will uh, see you again later. I guess that could be the, uh, the new catchphrase. <laughs> see you again later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Righteous. <laughs> and you, 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 you are listening to a monster production. <laughs>